How are you, Denny? I'm a bit fluey, actually, I have to say. Um, Mate, it's a long season. Yeah. Oh, I know, it's not a good start. Not COVID, the, Denny. Uh, I, I uh, tested uh, yesterday and today, no. Right. But I have been around a lot of footballers who are sniffling and whatever else, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I guess uh, it's that time of year when you're, just, you're meeting a lot of people all of a sudden. So. Mm. Mm. But I'm, I'm, I'll be fighting fit. I'll be fighting fit, ready to go. Yeah, I'm worried. It's round one. I know. It's round one, I we're know. not even through it. I know. I know. Long, long season ahead. Mm. Long season ahead. I tell you who thinks <laughs> long term, though, Denny. The Roosters certainly think long term. They've signed a couple of handy players. Spencer Lenu, Dom Young. Where do they get the money from? <laughs> oh, see, now, there, there is a lot of... Um, Rooster bashing at the moment, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know the old uh, the Mexican music's playing as they dance around <laughs> the, the salary cap sombrero. Um, but I think the roosters actually just do it pretty smart. Now, I'd, um, even though I was off yesterday, I made a couple of calls about the uh, the Spencer situation. And look, from what I've been told, um, he's going to be there on a two year deal. Uh, worth around a million bucks. Now, that's not huge money for a, a quality front rower. Um, I think that he could have signed longer, but he decided that he only wanted a couple of years so that um, you know he can go for an even bigger price down the track. Um, the Roosters were uh, happy to get him at that price. Um, he's, he's not... Look, he's a very good player, but you've got to remember, he, he doesn't start for that Penrith side, does he? You know, he's he's um, he's, he's probably, um, you know, just a rung below the Leotas and a fair way below still Fisher-Harris, who's, you know, if he's not the best club in the game, I don't know who is. Uh, I'm just reversing, boys, sorry about that. Um, and um, if, if, you know, if you get, him, get a player like that for a million bucks, um, I think that's not a bad signing for two years. And I don't know if you could have got more elsewhere. You always hear that about the Roosters. I don't know. But they were very keen on um, Flegler as well. Uh, but I think his asking price is around 750 800 And he's also got a, uh, a family situation, which I'm not going to go into uh, in, in Brisbane, which he needs to be on top of. Uh, so I don't think he was ever really a chance of coming to Sydney. So they've... They've got Spencer, and look, he he's a good player, and he's, the upside is young. Um, I guess if you talk to clubs around the place, what he what he's got to do is um, he's got to work on his game fitness um, and be, his ability to play long minutes at a top level, uh, at a high level, and that's that's where uh, I don't know. It's not a gamble from the Roosters, but I mean he's a player who. Um, you know, has he's got more in him, and the Roosters will try and bring that out of him. While we're talking more Roosters, Joseph Swali'i, uh, what's I, the latest? Yeah. Look before, but sorry, before I give that, obviously it means that um, Big Jared of yeah. either he's going to be retiring, uh, which which is you know an end to a fantastic career, or or going to play in Catalans um, overseas, but. I think that the vibe at the moment is potentially retiring. I, look, he, he has been an absolute warrior for that for that club. Um, 
you wouldn't meet a nicer bloke off the field than Jared Warrior Hargreaves. I, I see him around the place, and I've seen him for years, just you know, bumping into him at restaurants and whatever else. And he is so engaging. Uh, like I've got uh, kids, and he'll always take his time out to have a chat to them uh, and be genuine in his in his inquiries. And he's a he's a terrific bloke. He's a madman on the field, um, but obviously. I don't think Spencer is the same sort of player as him, but if that if that means that it's the end of Jared at the end of this year, it's been a wonderful career and he deserves praise. And now, with um, Joseph Suali'i, the price for him next year uh, in his contract that he has, where he's got an option in his favour, is $700,000, um, which is pretty good for a teenager, but I feel like that might be a bit light. Laurie, I reckon he's worth more. Yeah, I think he is, Denny, and I think yeah, he's I worth more to uh, rugby union as well. Yeah. But what, what's he worth to rugby? Well, I, think they'd pay him, I think they'd pay him a million plus easily. Yeah. Easily. Well, wasn't there talk of two million? There was. Uh, I don't know whether anyone... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Do they can they, can they, can they one player? Pay someone well, two million. Has rugby got any money? Well, that's what I... I I don't know. Is I, it I, about money for him at this age, though, Denny? Well, look. Like, don't get don't get me wrong. I you, to say that. Uh, yeah. It, it, yes, mate, everyone's everyone's got a mortgage. Well, everyone's got South, bills. Well, he went to, so, to the Roosters. But did he go from South to the Roosters because of money? Oh, I think it would have played no. a lot, lot of it, wouldn't it? That would have been oh, a big I part think, of it. I think the re- reason he went from South to the Roosters was the Roosters were willing to cop. This contract that yeah, he's got to give him the option, <clears throat> yeah, where he's got sorry, <clears throat> he's got options in his favour all the time. He's got a very unique contract, and you know, it's a very probably for the Roosters a very annoying contract now because mm. he is such a good young player. Oh, um, and look, he's he's, I mean, it's not it's not too big a thing to say he's next, he's rugby league's next, next big thing, isn't he? I, I would, um, I would assume. Well, that, if he stays that, on the that, that's my on. point. He's gonna, he's, he's a million dollar player every day of the week for, for ten years. If he At doesn't, least, if he um, doesn't, if yeah. he doesn't get injured, marketing, other endorsements, oh. like it's a no brainer. So that's what I'm saying right here, right yeah. now. Yeah. I think he's got to pick the sport that he loves. That he's yep. invested in, that he wants yep. his future, and like he's had enough time now. He's had rugby yep. as a kid. He's given rugby league a crack, and I think he's got to make his choice now based on where. What's his dream? Yeah, I, I think yep. he. I think he likes rugby. He likes rugby well, I think he, over oh, rugby well, league. I, I, no, I think he likes both, but I think I think rugby would be a genuine. Then uh, I think he, I think he should be making that call to, now to, to to go and play for the because he's now sampled. He's now seen both sports and knows. He, he's and unfortunately, well, you tell me, can yeah. you play both? No, you, you can't, can't play both. No, can't Not at the highest level. But we've always spoken on this program too. You just don't know what's around the corner. Yeah, true. So so you can say, oh, we'll stay for the seven hundred. Yeah. When someone's offering you one point two, one point three. Yep. You go out and bust your leg. Yep. That's the you risk could, you take, you, don't you? Yeah, your career's yeah. Over. That's exactly so. right. And it, and and guys, he comes from a, a big family. Um, where, I mean, not to make it too blunt a point, but he's he's going to be the earner for that family, isn't he? Um, so, and he's a family orientated guy, and I, you know, there's an element of that as well. Like, mm. if you're from a big family and there's pressure on you to to make money, um, and suddenly another code's throwing double, maybe what you could earn in in your sport, you've got to look at that. I mean, 
ultimately, if he's really interested in money, he, he ignores all that and goes to European rugby. Yeah. Hmm. So, so I, I, that's I, where that's. That's yeah. huge money over there. Uh, are you thinking along the same lines as me here, Denny, that if he stays in the league, it's with the Roosters? Or do you think there's an opportunity or another club out there that would outbid the Roosters for Swally? Uh, well, look, I, I think... Like, I know the Roosters are frustrated with this negotiation and they won't be, they won't be played. But I do think that he has uh, an affinity with Nick Politis um, I know that they spend time together. You know, he's he, Joseph Suwali has gone out of his way to spend time with Nick Politis. So he knows that you know, who the king is, right? Mm. So in rugby league, uh, yeah, I think it's the Roosters. South had that contract for him uh, for a 2.7 over three. Um, but I, I feel like the Roosters will eventually will be able to match that. Um, but the other issue is where does he play? Where do you play him? Well, Tedesco's um, going to be there for another couple of years, and you know, Manu wants to play fullback too, doesn't he? At some point. Yeah, so they've got they've got two of the best potential fullbacks in the game, and they've also got Joseph Suali in the background. So that's the other issue, right? So yeah, it's it's fascinating, but I, I'm not going to pretend to know what is in Joseph's mind, but mm. I do know that um, rugby, yeah, rugby must have an appeal. Um, the dollars would be appealing um, in in either a wallaby sense or a um, or a, a European rugby sense. And look, if it's but he'd put he'd put the wallabies back on the sporting map. You know, all of a sudden, like I know as a news service, we'd be down at wallaby every wallaby session. You know that we can be. I mean, we are at a lot of them anyway. But you know, to watch his development and hear him speak and you know, listen, you know, watch his, you know, what a player he could be. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of reason why rugby should go really hard well, he brings it. profile straight away. Brings profile. Him and Eddie Jones game. suddenly gives yeah. character to the sport again. I mean, you'd remember, you guys would remember when uh, Dell sells, you know, the turnstiles are clicking for Wendell. Yeah, yeah the Dell still tells us. <laughs> yeah, he tells everyone. Um, and, and Lottie uh, and Matt Rogers and... You know, we, as a as a newsroom, we were down at Waratah's training every session or every week, and they, they were smart. Their media guy would put Lottie up one day, Matt Rogers up the other day, then we'd hear from Wendell, and you're getting saturated with these former leaguers um, talking about rugby, and it, rugby needs something like that, mm. that desperately. Yeah, I agree. But he talked to us about the Dragons. Uh, they're loud and proud, saying their culture is fine. Do you yeah. believe that's the case? Is anyone? Well, it hasn't been a great preseason. Well, it hasn't been a great few seasons. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. I mean, that, if you if you want to, uh, if you're looking for a team that leads the way in off-field rubbish, it's the Dragons. That's what they've excelled at, um, and. They've got to turn that around in a hurry. Now, look, to their credit, a couple of those players were involved in that heated exchange um, face of media yesterday, and they, they owned it, which is a, a good thing to see. But other elements of that club were saying that they don't have a culture problem. Now, we're not, we are not you know, in that environment every day uh, to judge whether or not there is a culture problem in that club. But we only see the court cases and the other drama that they're enduring 
and it's, it sure smells like there's a problem there. And until they acknowledge it, uh, they can't turn it around. Nico Hines uh, opened up yesterday, Denny, about what he's been dealing with uh, with the impending sentencing of his mother. Incredible. Um, now, if you're talking about a good culture uh, in terms of an individual being a, a leader in a club, Nico Hines has emerged as one of the most impressive young men uh, in the NRL in a, in a rapid space of time. He's, he's really... Um, uh, embraced his leadership role there. I know how much work he puts into that and the way he handled himself um, <clears throat> in a very difficult family situation, very difficult, uh, and the fact that he was able to speak about it and how he wants to be an example for other, um, I guess, Indigenous kids who are facing a difficult time in their lives, I can't begin to praise him enough. I mean, he, he, he really blows me away in terms of his character. Oh, he's a great role model for the game, Nico Hines, and he had a fantastic season last Tremendous. year winning the Dally M medal, and I hope he has another strong season this year, and hopefully he'll be there in round one when they take on South Sydney on Saturday night. Um, don't think he's going to play. Like he's not going to play? Well, I don't think so. Yeah, think so. yeah that's a massive blow for the Sharks. Massive. Um, have you done your top eight, Denny? I'm, I'm driving, so I can't reference it. But um, no, I, from I memory, can, I can tell you. Uh, put one, okay. one, one club in that wasn't there last year into the top eight, and you've left one out. And Loz is not going to be happy about the club you've left oh, out. Sorry, Loz. Oh. Look, I think I put Manly in there, didn't I? Which were yeah. were not in there. I'll, I'll, I'll give it for our listeners, Denny. So you've got the Panthers. Yep. Is this Bruce, in order? Yeah, this is in order. Panthers, Roosters, Souths, Cowboys, top four. Sharks, five. Para, six. Manly, seven. Melbourne, Storm, eight. Pretty good. Pretty good you eight. Go, you're, you're going Penrith again. Uh, well, that's my GF. I'm, that, going, that, I'm going same GF. Finish. That's my finish for the season. Right. I, 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 I keep speaking to people who know the game, and um, I don't pretend to be a, an, a great tipster, but they keep mentioning Souths to me. Uh, they keep saying South are going to be a, a real force this year. Uh, I guess it depends on... They South supporters? Because uh, <laughs> no, no. I reckon the Tigers are going to be as well. Uh, <laughs> That's one of your best, but... <laughs> uh, Mate, stop ringing Rusty Crow and ask him how South are going to go. We, we got uh, that. <laughs> Come on, the Tigers. Uh, just sneak in there. Sake, I hope for your sake that they... Yeah, remember, me too. Look, but Manly, um, look, I've spent a bit of time with Manly um, uh, in this in the in few weeks I've been back at work, and gee, they 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 are impressive in terms of the spirit they have. Um, I was down there the other day for their they they raised a fair bit of money for Bear Cottage by um, shaving their heads, um, and. Oh, you look great, by the way, Denny. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Well, Denny, if if uh, Tom T plays twenty games, they play finals. Yeah. But I spoke to Cherry about that, and he, he's, I know, I know words are cheap, but he's saying that um, they've figured out how to win without Tommy. They're confident of that now. So they feel like they can do it. And they've got some really, really good young kids coming through. Um, and I don't know, they, oh, I thought they'd really struggle with the whole Pride jersey situation, the, the split um, and all of that. 
but I I went down there. I've I've seen how happy they are. I went I went out of coffee with Anthony Seabold. And again, a great he's a great talker. Uh, I came I came away from that convinced that. They've worked really hard on connection and unity in the off-season, um, and they've done a lot of stuff together. And they're, they're, they're saying that that whole situation won't affect them, and they've got some good kids coming through. So, yeah, they they could be anything, Manly. I, I wouldn't discount them at all. Yeah, no, I, I, I think they'll have a big year. But as I said before, if Tom plays over 20 games, I just can't see how they don't play finals football given the record that they've got when he plays yeah. against when he, he doesn't play. But all teams... Okay, work... what, happens, what happens if he gets busted? In the, in, you know, we don't want that you know, halfway through nah. the season. Oh, I, yeah, I think it'll be a struggle. I okay, so you reckon they're still... You oh, I think, still I think you're right in what you said about a couple of good young players. I, I really like a couple of the young outside backs they've got. Well, uh, aren't you going to be coaching there? What's that? <laughs> aren't you supposed to be coaching there? Yes, yes, I got knocked back. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that still That's hurts. an outrage. Still hurts. But anyway, What's eagle. Can you give us a bit of eagle rock? <laughs> oh, John O'Ken. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you were just telling us that you're a singer when you were young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I get Didn't paid? Play eagle rock was. Oh, I used to hate that song when it used to blare out at Brookvale Oval. <laughs> Lucky not coaching there. What's that? Oh no, I would have loved it if I was coaching. He walked into his meeting singing it. <laughs> but just, I was just about to say, everyone talks about connection at this time of the year, Danny. Why don't you have lost three in a row? See how connected you are. Or how good the that's culture is. That's when you've got to be connected. Yeah. We've got a great culture until we're none from four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now we've got a horrible culture. You're connected in backstabbing the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, uh, looking forward to it round one. Thanks so much. Thanks, gents.